You're fucking up here. I did. Yeah, I, st I stepped on the bit. I stepped on the bit. I so I, did, I actually walked into this with a little bit of prep, Izzy. I want to drop okay, a bomb. Good. I want to drop a bomb on the audience a little bit. All right, cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with it, dude. I'm I'm here for it, dude. You, you're lucky you didn't catch me at my 4 a.m. manic freakout today. I was having a fucking hell of a time this morning. Dude, what was what was the impetus of the freakout or the fucking the impetus? Dude, I have I have like PTSD nightmares. Uh, night, nightmares. I say nightmares around. I have those. I just have fucking horrific dreams every night, dude. And they're like just terrible. I woke up just fucking just feeling like shit, dude. I couldn't sleep. Went to the gym at four in the morning, dude, and sat in the sauna for like almost two hours. Just sweated it out, dude. And then. Went to jujitsu in Muay Thai, and then uh, now I feel better. <laughs> okay, so it was bad. did that even you out? Yeah, 100%. Dude, oh, fuck. I, I, was, I was, dude, I was, like, spiraling out of control, dude. It's, like, like bad. Is there is there anything that fucking helps other than just pumping fucking iron? Because, like, dude, I'll wake up. And just like it, I can tell, I don't remember anything that happened in the dream. I just know that my body's physically stressed out now. For me personally, no, because I can't do drugs or drink. <laughs> like before, I would just get, I would have been hammered at six a.m. <laughs> but like, I just, I, I literally, because I don't know if this is even a real thing that happens in a human body, right? But when you when you sleep, your brain releases DMT, right? Yeah. Allegedly, I wake right? up. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, I'm high as fuck all night then, dude, because I have horrible nightmares every night. So I, I get up and I'm going. I'm, I go to take a piss today. I club my eyes closed, and this happens probably two or three times a year. My eyes are closed, and I'm having, I'm seeing the fucking perfect geometry you see around DMT in when my eyes are closed. Have you ever experienced that? Uh, yeah, yeah, during uh, like yeah. full blown uh, visual migraines. But just yeah, yeah, dude. And it was that was happening while I'm peeing. Ah, uh. dude. And I was like, "Fuck this!" And I just fucking left, dude. I left my house 4 a.m. and then I just almost two hours went and fucking kicked some people in the head in Muay Thai, and now I'm fucking golden. Uh, yeah, dude. So uh, I, you, you, you revealed something about yourself. On your uh, Patreon stream, yeah. Okay, what was that? Uh, your your dad sings the That Seventy Show theme song for the first season. He does. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> my dad fucking rules. My dad is the coolest person on the fucking planet, dude. Uh, really, my whole family is exponentially more talented than that uh, than me. <laughs> so, but yeah, my dad. My dad did th sing the theme song for That Seventy Show. So, um. Well, and you, you know, you have some good theme songs under your belt. You know, the one for Duh Heads, that's a personal favorite podcast intro for me. <laughs> but Dude, people love that way more than they love the show. <laughs> it's, it's, it just the gets intro. you pumped up with that fucking, the yelling and the fucking crowd noise. It's perfect. But, so, <laughs> your, your dad, Todd Griffin, sings one of the best yeah, theme songs of all time. And for your personal yeah, podcast... Dad. You have the couch philosopher, the shittiest theme song I've ever heard. <laughs> it's it's you there's no way it doesn't lose you listeners. It's so bad. 
Dude, I thought I think it's so funny. <laughs> I think it is so funny because so and, and here's here's a little backstory. Uh, so first of all, <laughs> let's talk about me. <laughs> uh, no, I was almost signed. Uh, I was in a band in college that uh, was like a big deal. Like we were, we were like getting talked to by serious people. Like we were going to open no bullshit for kiss like on tour. Like we were like a, we were like a big thing. Um, and we were good. So I have musical abilities. So like, that's why it's even more strange. I chose the worst theme song, theme song ever. And the thing is too, is my dad's version of that 70s show is possibly the greatest theme song ever. Yeah, definitely. But literally name a show that has a better theme song. There's literally that, that 70 show. The the only thing that's tied for it is like Cheers. Yeah, or like maybe Happy Days. Right? Like <laughs> no one's going to be like, yeah, step by step. Dude, it's literally like, yeah, it's dude, this is and this is so funny. So my whole family I don't want to reveal too much information, but we all we're all very like they're we're all like me, okay? We're sort of we just do whatever we want. So the first season came out and my dad was like they were gonna re sign him for the second season and he was like, Yeah, well my voice on the song is the only reason the show is big anyways. You need to give me a bonus and like we're not giving you a fucking bonus and he named some absurd amount of money. No, we're not doing that. So they then they got the band Cheat Trick from like the eight or some fucking eighties nineties band. Well, which is which is insane to me because like he must have asked for an astronomical sum if Cheap Trick was cheaper. Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't think it like I don't think it was like I think it was <laughs> I think it was like an absurd amount of money he asked for. Um, and here's the thing: he still gets like residual from the show and the show ran seven seasons and it's so he was on like fucking everywhere yes dude yeah so he would be he wouldn't have to work dude <laughs> so uh yeah and he was yeah he, he he was uh he like he toured with john bon jovi he uh yeah he was he was a big deal i, ch- I checked out his band then, uh peyote and it was fucking just good it's just good stoner rock band <laughs> Dude, yeah, dude, he just rocks. Like, it's so funny because he's my dad. So, like, look at, like, you look at people you know, and you're like, that's just my dad. Or, and then, like, but like, I'll even go to like his his bands right now, his shows, and I'm like, it's fucking, it's like, it's cool, dude. Like, I don't know, it's dope. Um, like, he's still he's still got it. It's fucking crazy. Are you? Uh, can you mention the name of the project you were in? Can we talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Yeah, I was in a band. I was in a band called The Slumps. The Slumps. Yeah, we have uh, we had something on spot. Oh shit, you kind yeah, of yeah. We had we, we had something on spot. We have something on spot, like a little demo from like 2015. And there's there's some shit out there, but yeah, that was uh, that was a project. Dude, uh, how would you how would you describe it for fans uh, of? Fans of it was like a Sabbath strokes, uh, 
Ty Siegel mix. It was like it was like garage. It was like garage rock as fuck. Oh, that's fucking rad, man. Shit. Yeah, it was. It was pretty sick. Dude. We were and we were like fucking so hated on the local scene because we were like violent and shit. Like we would do shows. Like I remember dude, we would do house shows and just destroy people's basements. Like, I, I, like, broke someone's fucking PA system one show, just smashed it, like, just a dick, total asshole. I was the front man. I would just, there was one show I just got butt naked, I would just get butt naked at shows. Uh, there was a show we did that, I can't remember the full details, but we just all did FMC for the show, and it was just out of, we were just completely out of control. And that's the reason why the we ended up not signing to the labels we were talking to, they're so we were signing with a management company. It's going to then distribute us to se- different, several different labels, and we ended up getting dropped by the management the day before we were supposed to go to a Kiss concert in Eugene, Oregon, to meet Kiss and sign our contract to then be managed by them and then open for them and all this other shit. Fuck, man. Well, do you have so, any, do you have any interest in music still? Yeah, um, it's kind of a weird thing, dude. Like, I, I have an interest in it still. I still like that shit, but, but I'm at this weird nihilistic juxtaposition of my quote-unquote art where I think everything is gay and I don't want to, like, I don't want to put something out and be like, um, Oh, this is a heartfelt song, and everyone's like, "You're so gay." <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's weird when you're like a funny person, and then it's like, "Hey, please take me seriously," but just for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like the fucking thing. So it's how yeah. <laughs> I, you should. You could go like full like mask on, you know. Uh, really I would s- literally do that. I've literally thought of that. I do you how many how many Bandcamp pages do you have? I I bet all of my all of my works, all of my dude. I was about to say no. It's like uh, I think I have like five Bandcamp pages. They let you like collate them now, so you can just like run them from, okay. from like one page. But I I got the uh, URL vaporwave.bandcamp.com in like two thousand ten. Some Dude, guy. I've probably been on your band gambling. You might be, yeah. You might be a supporter. It's, it's I'm like the, literally. Oh, that's crazy. That would be weird. That wouldn't be the first time that's happened to me. Where like, uh, there was like one of the first collaborators I ever had online. Uh, his name was Chaz Allen. He was in a band called Metallic Ghosts, and he turned out I, I saw like a video he did when he was like in an improv troupe when he was fourteen. We just like ran into each other on the internet again. Damn. Yeah. It's so I don't know. It's small worlds. It's like in all likelihood. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it is. It, it is shit. That's just how shit turns out, though, dude. That's why I think, like, that's why I'm on some fucking, like, uh, you know, like, that's why I, like, I genuinely, like, am I schizophrenic sometimes? Because sometimes things line up in such a weird way that it's like, there's everything's too connected dude there's like you know what i mean like oh, something's pulling the street no i know exactly what you mean like i uh i just have like the worst synchronicity i have like an eye for patterns which is like the worst thing ever 
It makes you feel crazy. Oh, dude, I do. I do too. I do too. Listen to this. Here, here. We'll, we'll get back to music, but I'll go on a brief aside here. This is how fucking crazy my brain is. So I live in a sober living with like seven fucking other losers. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, okay, hummus on my section of the fridge, right? I like hummus. And I'm like, that's been in there for a while. It's probably bad. So I look at it and I throw it away. Okay. Mind you, on my shelf, I have like nothing. There's like nothing in there. There's like two Coca-Cola cans. And so then I come back. Dude, I look at the fridge the next day. There's a fucking thing of hummus sitting right where mine was, but, but it's not expired. And it's the same exact one. And I'm like, is one of my roommates fucking with me? What is happening? <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I'm just fucking completely losing my mind. To the point where I'm like, dude, no fucking way. I asked, like, you know, I asked one of my roommates, I'm like, did you fucking do this? You know, someone probably just put their hummus on my thing. But do you see what I'm saying? No, it's, yeah, no, I 100% do. No, like if, was... I, if I if I tell people that they're like you're fucking crazy you're losing your mind and well, it's like I don't think I am. <laughs> no, dude, I'll I'll say like so like there's been a couple times in my life where like I've seen a photograph of a woman on the internet, like just some like on either like an old like locals Twitter account or like an old like locals Instagram account I have, and. And I'd be like, oh, she's so cute. I'm going to fucking date that chick. And I've, and then I date that chick. That's happened twice, man. That's weird to me. That rock, you, you, you have a, um, you're manifesting it. Yeah. That's what it, that's what it feels like. Um, no, dude, I, I, I've done that shit. I've, I mean, like, dude, to bring this back to music, I literally told my band in 20, started in like 2013. I was like, if you, if you just listen to me, we'll be signed by 2020, 2016. And they're like, yeah, whatever, dude. Fucking lo and behold. Fucking, you know, listen to me, dude. Like, I make shit happen, dude. I fucking jumped on stage at Mac DeMarco. Fucking went out with him all night. I'm fucking crazy, dude. I make shit. I, I like, make sh- I just make shit happen. I try to. I, like, literally manifest stuff because I try so fucking hard. I'm a psycho. It's, dude, there's something about just being doggish. And I like, I like the manifestation way of looking at things just because it makes you it makes you fucking hungry because it makes you feel like, Oh no, I can do this. Like there's absolutely no fear or hesitation going yeah. into it. Yeah. That was like part of my, my and I don't know if you, if you were recording, but when I had like my little freak out this morning, I had like a full manic freak out and I was like, uh, and it was sort of a long, cause I was talking to you about how I put all these effort in these fucking videos, these promos and they get like 200 views. And then I was like, I'm just doing all this work and fucking, I make 27 bucks on Patreon. I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, it's like, I don't know. I need to go, you know, like go kidnap a fucking Tim Dillon or something. And fucking hold him ransom and get some more Patreon subscribers. Dude, I've been, I've been thinking about like how to monetize the shit over here at Piss Mag. And I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about Twitch streaming. I hate to say it, but I might have to do it. Dude, I've, I've thought of it. I thought about it. I thought it would be. I had a friend recommending it. He thought it would be a funny premise of just me <laughs> live streaming from a sober living. It's just a funny. It's just funny. <laughs> I, IRL streaming a sober living. That's actually awesome, dude. Okay, that's. Oh yeah, it would be. It would be me fucking. Honestly, just me streaming my IRL interactions every day. I'm like, I literally. I just got the phone with my mom. I asked her if I was autistic. She's like, no, you fucking idiot. I'm just, a, I'm a psycho, dude. Like, 
<laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with me. And the thing is, dude, I'm so I've been sober almost six months now, so I have no now I don't have any excuses for my behavior. I lost my mind in the drive thru fucking car the other day. Lost my mind on lead. Just out of nowhere. It, well, dude, isn't that the worst when you find out that it's not like completely the drugs, but also there's nothing wrong with you? <laughs> you just <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, see, see, but here's the thing: before, fucked up, dude. But now it's like, oh, he be. I my behavior has not changed. I still act the exact same. <laughs> I'm just sober doing it. So now I almost have this weird justification. Well, I'm sober. I, I said those things sober, so I meant them. That's you know what I mean. Like I'm okay. It's okay for me to say these because I'm not intoxicated. Dude, which is which is crazy because this I think that kind of means that uh like if you meet someone that's a like just a real dickhead, there's a strong likelihood that they're in dead clean sober. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, that's so funny. There's a there's a hacky premise I wanted to run by you, but I think you're built right for it. Um, I, writing jokes that would get you kicked out of the uh, anti woke comedy club in Austin. Uh-huh. I've thought I've thought of one that I know would work for sure. It's it's just openly speculating about Patton Oswalt killing his first wife. You gotta go in hard, dude. Oh yeah, it's like you know, it's no, kind of weird that who it. who puts on four fentanyl patches? Just kind of weird. <laughs> just keep going down that that like that rabbit hole more and more. If she went to bed at eight thirty, why why was why did the intoxication not kick in until eleven thirty? It's weird, huh? And just and then just and then and look at the guy. I mean, he looks like a fucking mashed potatoes <laughs> <laughs> who would who would who, i mean who you know who's it's what weird. is he what is he giving her fentanyl so he could fuck her or you know i don't know we say something fucking nuts dude. dude what's what's weird is like that the rat and ratatouille is more attractive than him <laughs> yeah dude, i got fucking uh i got fucking I didn't get kicked out. I think that like the open mic I used to go to was too scared of me to kick me out or ban me. But uh, <laughs> I, I remember one day I went in fucking hammered, dude. And it's actually, yeah, I went in, fu- I was so fucked up, dude. And I, and I, I like saw a picture, you know, your phone sends you like memories. It's like, this was you a year ago. Dude, I was like 250 a year ago. <laughs> I'm so fat and bloated, dude. I'm on stage and there's this fucking lady. She just finished doing stand-up and I and I said something like, oh, women, huh? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Anyways, and then everyone started laughing at her. And I said, what are you eating there? And she's like, oh, I'm just eating um, elotes. And I said, oh, corn? You're eating corn and mayonnaise? And then she said something and I said, you don't have to say it with that affectation either. Like, I'm just fucking... Do not even do comedy. Just fucking <laughs> railing on this fucking poor woman for just being a woman. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're funny, huh? You think you're funny, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, you get seventy five percent of the laughs too. Like, just saying crazy shit to people. Dude. Uh, I uh, I'm scared to go to my local comedy club because uh, I I dated the uh, like one woman in her twenties there. Okay. so like everyone already hated me it's like it's like oh like before anyone like met me they got introduced to me as hey here's this uh here's here's our sweet friend and she's dating she's dating some scary outside boy 
she's dating this guy who has this guy named Tanner who runs Piss Magazine. Fucking <laughs> uh, real Pepe material, dude. Uh, well, here's here's the thing. Uh, is, well, after we broke up, like a week later, she became like uh, paraplegic. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, she. I didn't know. This is a bit. Is no, this, this bit? is not a bit. This is 100% real. So she does stand. Does she still do stand? She doesn't do stand up. She does sit down now. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. You want to talk about hockey? You want to talk about hockey? You should, uh. You should, uh. I don't know. <laughs> I can Talk say it. I, 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 I can hack your limbs off. Ooh. Dude, I can, I can say it. She's been, she, I get weird suicide baity phone calls from, from like every ex-girlfriend I've had for the last like year. Yeah. Well, that's good. That means that, that means that, that you fucking ruin them. That's what you need to do. Here, you, <laughs> you, you, you pile drive them into the fucking ground. Dude. I, I think, uh, uh, what, what the fuck is the name of your workout plan? Oh, uh, so anyways, train. Yeah, the SAT. <laughs> fucking, I was. I want to do some sort of. You need to do some sort of dating <laughs> advice surrounding that. <laughs> so anyways, fuck. fuck. So anyways, tap. It's the same thing. SAT. So anyways, tap. Yeah, so uh, yeah, all you do is just as long. You just gotta make sure you. And never mind, dude. I don't want to get it. It's so funny. Oh, my God, dude. That's so funny. Dude, dude, dude no, picturing, picturing you picking, like, hugging a girl from behind and then suplexing them behind your back, fucking straight under their skull, <laughs> and, then, and then her wheelchair into a fucking open mic, like, my boyfriend broke my neck. <laughs> my boyfriend did this to me. You remember him? And everyone's like, yeah, that guy was a real jerk. <laughs> you know, I'll still fuck you, though. <laughs> Dude, uh, there was a... Uh... So, what's crazy, man, is uh, there's a couple coincidences with this chick. So, uh, I saw her on stage live, and like a year later, actually met her. But when I saw her on stage for the first time, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get with this girl. And, that's, and then I did, and that's kind of neat. But the real dink is uh, I dated a girl about a year before and uh, when I broke up with her a few months after we stopped dating, she also lost use of her legs. What the fuck is up? That's fucking weird. Dude. Yeah, she walks with like You're arm a crutches now. Great, dude. You're a fucking demon. <laughs> I, you know what? Dude, there's, there's dating no. chicks and then they're going fucking limbless and shit. You're fucking. That's a fucking ALS challenge, dude. <laughs> Uh, the the, the eyes wide shut bucket challenge. <laughs> dude, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard anyone say to me. I'm not even joking, dude. Well, dude, no, I'm just. Dude, I'm, I'm, you dated two fucking quaddies, bro. Well, they were normies at the time, and then yeah, after the, after they leave, they all become paralyzed. <laughs> Hopefully your new chick sticks around there, dude. I hope she's. I hope she's listening to the podcast. Hope she knows what's up. Oh my god, that'd be so funny! You're like, hey, baby, you listen to the, the latest episode of Piss Magazine. She's like, yeah, that was really good, and that's all she says. It's really great. I'm super happy with you. <laughs> you know she didn't. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that means she either didn't listen to it or she did. You know what I mean? You don't know which one. I, 
so I I do a lot of the promo for the show on Twitter. It's also just my personal shitposty account. So the fact mm-hmm. I, I met her through Twitter and she never listened to the show, I'm so grateful for. Like, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It was it wasn't until we, we already had like plans to like uh meet and everything that she was like, Yeah, I think I'll listen to your show and I'm like, Thank God you already fucking like me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend she she listens to uh, she listens to my stuff occasionally. <laughs> she she's like, okay, we need to. She's when she's, is this bit? What when is this bit over? Like, when is your character? When does it go away? <laughs> <laughs> she's she's saying that as you're going to sleep at night. She's like, no, yeah. So when are when are you? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, like sometimes it's like I gotta put the bit away. There, well, there's like hasn't. Uh, uh, the one who owns the anti woke comedy club doesn't he talk about how like comedians have a hard time putting turning it off sometimes? Yeah, uh, and I, I think that's real, but you can also you can learn to shut it off. Like it's just like being weird in a conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's sort of like when you realize like being awkward is just like you. It's like dude, you're just being <laughs> weird right now. Just be normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I literally had that realization at work. So I work at a sushi place and I'm a server. And like, uh, in my thralls of addiction, I became really like, uh, socially awkward because I would be so fucked up. I couldn't talk to people. So I would have to like not socialize. So I was like at work and I was like serving the table. I was like, I'm so fucking awkward. I could just not do that. And then I'm just not awkward. <laughs> it's like fucking the dumbest shit ever. It's, um, I, dude, I got hooked on, uh, like benzodiazepines because of like a John Mulaney bit for sure. I'm like, like because, because of a John Mulaney bit, I'll I'll, I'll put, I'll put the, I'll put the, uh, blame square on John Mulaney. hundred (laughs) percent, a hundred percent. He had this bit where he tells you step by step how to get prescribed Xanax. And I just did that. I walked into a doctor's office and I was like, I get nervous on airplanes, which is a really funny thing for a 15 year old to say, like I'm fucking jet setting and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so uh, they you're were like, like, you're like, no, tr- no, trust me. My Bitcoin wallet number is in my, is in the bio <laughs> of my uh, podcast. Um, I'm a real, I'm a real crypto millionaire. I need some Xanax. Also, you speaking of your fucking podcast thing real quick, you got to, you got a typo on the first word. Instead of get, it says et. <laughs> oh shit! Um, <laughs> Not to call you out of the show, but I just that just came to mind. So you should take that. Oh, in in the description <laughs> of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just noticed that when I was talking about the when you were about to call us. Could you could you tell like copy and pasted it from Chat GPT? <laughs> Did you seriously that fucking rocks? A hundred percent, dude. I've been I used that to like uh, do everything now. It's it's amazing. That's so funny. Um, Wait, go back to your uh, go back to your Xanax story. Sorry. What which story? Oh, the Xanax story. Oh, now, uh, yeah. yeah. So I've just been on it for fuck like eight, ten years, something like that. Still? Are you still on it? Uh, yeah, working my way down. Like I was, ne- it was never like yeah. an abuse thing. It it basically does nothing. But if I stop taking it, it'll have. Uh, You'll die. You'll have a seizure. Well, so that's the thing is. Yeah, stop taking it. <laughs> the the dose the dose isn't low enough to do that, but it's or high enough to like cause seizures or anything. I was super worried about that, but I've been told it's not something to worry about. It's just I'd be a dick. I'd be a complete dickhead yeah. for two to six weeks, and I kind of can't afford that. As like I you know I run a fucking small business. I 
have to interact with people. I can't really be on edge anymore. You run a you run a, an ad, an empire, a podcasting empire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a building <laughs> when I'm not uh, ruling over fucking uh, my podcast. You're empire. not you're not lording over your your fucking dominion. Your uh... <laughs> dude, I can't I can't but, wait um... to. Oh yeah, dude, I. Uh... Oh yeah, no, I want to make Piss Magazine an absolute juggernaut of the podcasting world. I want people that hate yeah. the name to have to say it. Oh yeah, just yeah, I genuinely and this is how absolutely out of my mind I am. I genuinely believe I will be making a living doing the couch philosopher and duh heads within the next couple of years. Uh yeah, no, I, I share in that delusion too. Honestly, it's just like the the footpath the fact that just the path to follow to like do it and like make a job out of it is like pretty clear. It seems about as likely as like having your insurance brokerage do well. So I, <laughs> I'm just going to do something you that's just, fun. Yeah. The hardest thing is just doing it. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, well, I know having content that's good is going to be hard, I guess. But like, the hardest thing is just being like, oh, because I'm a fucking dumbass. And I'm like, well, we'll do 15 minutes and I'll do it five days, five times a week. That's a fucking lot. Dude. Like, so you know much. what I mean? But dude, it's so much. I'm a fucking. You know, shouldn't have never done that. Dude. Have you ever thought about just like recording for like an hour and 15 and then just like chopping you know, it up? I'm, no, because I have fucking ADHD and I can't like. I mean, your podcast dude, I is pretty high energy. Up. That seems like it would be exhausting to be like at oh, no, dude, full yeah. Izzy for a fucking hour. Yeah, dude. Some like, like sometimes doing fifteen minutes is like okay, dude. I'm done. I'm tapped the fuck out. Um, I usually I usually do it around like the time I get my fucking Starbucks in the morning, so I'm like really fucking amped up. Dude, you can still drink caffeine after getting sober. That's the one thing I can't fucking do. Like, caffeine yeah, it does, fucks it, me up. Yeah, it almost doesn't do anything. Uh, because I was doing so much coke. Like, <laughs> I was just doing fucking eight balls, like, all, like, all the time, dude. Just fucking, like... Dude, I remember one time I was going through a grocery store, and I was uh, going through checkout line, just going just snorting the whole time just because my nose is running so bad and the lady looked at me she just goes are you all right just like, my face is beat fucking red dude i've just been up for four days like yeah i'm fine i'm buying tequila at 7 30 in the morning when they open uh dude i my favorite thing with like every every creative endeavor i've ever done cocaine people are there to ruin it at every turn Oh yeah, that was me. <laughs> Here I am, baby. What's yeah. up? No, it's it's actually, good. Yeah, I actually still I have a, I have a, I don't know if you've noticed I have a tick from it. Cocaine use. Oh, do you? Uh, no, I haven't noticed. Do you have a, like the uh, the eye half closed, like half neck turn kind of thing? No, no, no. I don't have any. Uh, it's a. Uh, sometimes when I get really excited, I like I'll like do that with my nose. Mm. Or I'll go, I'll breathe through my mouth like that. I don't even know if it's a tick or if it's just me clearing my throat. But like I, I have personally noticed it. Um, I've a yeah, or like yeah. <laughs> I I wonder how much of that is is it is it like psychological? Do you think, or is it like does it feel like hardwired? Like for oh no, it's probably me. It's probably me just going. 
and then going, oh, I, that yeah, you know what that is? That's for me doing cocaine, guys. You want to hear my story, baby? Here, I got a podcast. Sit on down. Did, like, that's probably what it really is. Well, like, did you ever take, uh, I mean, yeah, you took LSD, but like, you ever have those things where you're like, I wonder if this is one of the permanent side effects? <laughs> yeah, my life, dude. <laughs> just everything, every every single thing, dude. I take a shit. It's a weird color. I'm all. That's probably from the fucking one time I, you know, fucking whatever. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh man, I'm. <laughs> I sharded in this canoe. It's probably from doing DMT at Coachella. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. I, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um. What's uh? What's the uh? Most least drug-friendly place you ever got high at least yeah like a funeral or some shit uh i don't know if i can legally say that <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> you just, then don't 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 worry about it man but... i'll say i'll say this on the job <laughs> <laughs> oh dude um I, yeah, I remember uh, taking uh, like microdosing LSD and then like working around like radio towers and shit. Dude, I would fucking freak out, dude. Uh, oh, dude. No way. Oh, yeah. No, and I'm on the job site with my like employer, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, if you get too close to these things, they'll shock you and it'll, it'll burn you, quote, like a lightsaber down to your bone and you'll hear the radio station the whole time. Dude, I would fucking be. Oh, dude, I would love it, man. Never mind, that's sick. Sounds kind of sounds kind of cool when he says it like that. Yeah, dude, I. Uh, oh yeah, dude, I would be. I would be losing my mind. I would be like, I can see the radio right now. I would. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck, oh, dude, yeah. I fucking no, no, God, no, dude. We'd be in the middle I, of I, these. It's so like, funny. Oh, go on. Go, no, sorry, dude. Um, no, I used to. I used to microdose shrooms and uh, just get fucking blacked out and drunk on them and be like, yeah, I think they're really helping my depression. <laughs> I would just be fucking blacked out and drunk. <laughs> just like, uh, that dude, would, yeah. That was me with uh, ketamine. I, I bought ketamine uh, twice and then did it for two months because it doesn't take a lot of ketamine to get go somewhere, you know? But I've never, I've actually never done ketamine. It's, it's remarkably good at boosting your mood. Like not, I, I can't say like recreational ketamine, go do it. I won't say that at all, but uh, there's definitely something to the therapeutic properties. Like I, I haven't been bummed out, depressed like I was uh, before I did it, which is crazy. Yeah. It, well, cause they do, don't they, they, they do do it for like depression, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a clinic in like my podunk Midwestern state that wow. will shoot you up. But the dosages are really high. Like, honestly, that's kind of my issue with the psychedelic community. It's like, everyone's like, yeah, your first dose of acid should be a full blown trip and, um, yeah. eat a whole bag of mushrooms your first time. Like, you know, this is all advice I got and I fucking had a really stressful time with it. Yeah. That sounds not fun. Oh, dude. I, I feel like there's, there's something about living on the West coast where you're just better at doing drugs. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, it's so weird. I like, I, I'm one of those guys who like can't smoke weed though. I like freak out if I smoke weed. Um, oh, does it just put you in your head? Or? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know what it is, dude. I'm like, I'm like a hardwired booze and cocaine guy. Like, mm. if like, I don't know what it is, dude. But like, 
I mean, that was like why I drank is because I'm just so fucking intense and go, go, go. And like, yeah, well, well, punch in the mouth, baby, you know, like all the time. And, and so when I would drink, it would slow me down, fucking calm down, you know, and like, it's like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, there seems to be like it, it really is like a which way Western man kind of thing. It's like either either you're a booze and cocaine guy or you're a um hey, you want a shot of rumpies and a key bump? Like it's just like really there's just two there's yeah. just two kinds of awful if you if you're gonna party at all. Um Yeah, and the the thing is, dude, is like you know, like you know, when I would drink, it wasn't like dude, we're having like I, it wasn't like I had a drinking problem. Like, oh, you he drinks a lot too much. It was like, oh, he drinks 40 drinks. And the only way we can tell he's drunk is because he's red and he smells like alcohol. Like, I was a super high-functioning alcohol. Oh, oh man, that's deep in the shit, huh? Did you do a medical detox? Like, uh, no, but I should have because <laughs> I went into full, full DTs and was hospitalized. And uh, everything else, but like, no, I was like, yeah, I'm done, dude. I was, I'm done, I'm done again. Because I, I quit drinking for three months, and then I started up again. Um, and what I didn't know was like, when you stop drinking, when you restart, you start where you stopped. Does that make sense? So it's not like you just have like, oh, I'm starting and having two beers. If you have like a legit drinking problem, you go back to having fucking thirty beers. Oh, Jesus. Or whatever. So I went back to drinking, and I wasn't just drinking beers, dude. I was having shots and like whatever. I mean, like, so I went back to drinking when I was drinking, and then I stopped abruptly. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then I hallucinated for four days, delirium tremens, then was hospitalized, and then went into a pro- went into treatment, and then, uh, and that was like back, you know, five months ago. So, so. so how do you feel about uh, the fucking wor- work in the fucking program, my man? Dude, it's so fucking gay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, every, so I, okay, so first of all, <laughs> I mean, like, AA has its, it's a good, pro- it's a good program. It's good because it, it is like aided discipline. And it helps you real, realize. Oh, oh you know, that's that sounds like a learned phrase from the fucking program. <laughs> no, it's not. I actually am using that phrase I made up, so I'm not using learned phrases actually. Because <laughs> wow, I shit. like, yeah, it's like. Uh, I mean, it is like this. It it does help you, and like you do communicate with other people. But it gets it, it. It took a turn for me like a few weeks ago. Where I started getting culty. Where, where people were like, oh, you're acting a little discontent. You need a meeting. It's like, don't fuck. First of all, don't fucking tell me what I mean. Where now I'm never going to go again, bitch. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. So, um, so like I had to learn, like, I think that there needs to be a healthy level of like, uh, like you, you have to have, be healthy with it. So like, I go to like one or two meetings a week now, you know what I mean? Not like, I was going every day, dude, and it was just getting to be like too fucking much. People are people are fucking nuts. Did you, know you do I mean? a ninety and ninety, or was it, did you do it longer than uh, that? Pretty, pretty much, pretty much. I would miss, I would miss like you know a couple times, but like I, I did that pretty much. But it, it just becomes like you end up not living your life. You end up just going to AA. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I, it does work. Like it does work. It's uh oh man my I only my only bone to pick is I had a I had a chick get thirteenth stepped away from me one time. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's it's it's ah, uh, it's a good racket. Yeah. It's a good racket. Yeah, if someone doesn't have the thirteenth step is the thirteenth step is like hooking up with like a newcomer. Um, right? Is that, is that what, how yeah. your interpretation of it is? A hundred percent. So it was. Uh, Which is not cool. It's fucking predatory behavior. <laughs> super predatory behavior. It's like, and uh, and it was one of those people. This is you'll you'll know this if you're in AA. It, someone who's there. Not for alcohol, but like for cocaine. But like the NA meetings are just a little too fucking intense. Like, oh yeah, dude, that's another thing. Yeah, the NA meetings are wild. (laughs) Yeah, um, I've been to one NA meeting ever, and uh, it was with my like heroin ex girlfriend when I was like eighteen. Like, I I wasn't on heroin, but this chick was out to lunch, dude. you were just on Xanax at 15. <laughs> it was just, yeah, no, I was living, I was doing all the state approved drugs. I was just speedballing on Vivance, Adderall, and Downers constantly. That's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> That's fucking actually really sick. It's, no, yeah, for 10 years, just constantly foot on the accelerator. Damn. Uh, but so I'm, I'm at this NA meeting, stoned as shit. This girl's there because she's like sort of an emotional tourist. She's like literally. That the chick from Fight Club, like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, kind of hot. Kind of hot. She. She. She was. She was very attractive. <laughs> um, they, they always are, dude. Yeah. And, but uh, well, after after this NA meeting, we go to like some uh, alley street, just some side street down from this fucking Unitarian church. This meeting was at, and uh, <laughs> she fucks me in my car. And and that was uh, and I'm like I kind of feel like this was the point. I sort of feel like the NA meeting was foreplay, in her fucking loopy ass oh, yeah. mind. In her fucking weird. Yeah, heroin people are uh, fucking awesome. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the like most, I don't know, dude. They're, they're so weirdly motivated too. Like there's like heroin people like are like are like Aaron Sorkin. Like they like win Emmys. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like. They're fucking weird because they're like tragic and like oddly beautiful in like this fallen angel kind of way. Um, but they're always stupid. <laughs> like, they're yeah. Fucking morons, dude. Like, but they're beautiful. It's like they're like Lou Reed. It's like, you know, it's like, dude, you made the Velvet Underground, but like you're fucking annoying as shit. Like, <laughs> you. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like Anthony Bourdain. It's like Anthony Bourdain. It's like. Yeah, dude, you're you're cool, but like, you're kind of gay because you're you're you killed yourself because you've seen all the sunsets. Shut up. Go cook <laughs> me a fucking soup souffle, bitch. Shut up, dude. Go get to cooking. Get back to cooking. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, or like they're always so fucking tragic, dude. It's like shut up. I I feel like that's just it's it's a dice roll ass drug, and I've it's that's the thing. Back in the day, heroin addicts just never died young, like old heroin addicts were kind of like the thing but give me i don't know i just if if we can fix the fentanyl thing and bring back good old tan heroin that's never gonna happen dude because listen to me i went to rehab with fentanyl like people who like this dude who was a fentanyl dealer he was he was shooting up grams of fentanyl jesus like, fuck 
Yeah, he was like, he was like, he was, he said that he could dab like gramophenol, and I believe this guy. Uh, so like, people build up a tolerance quick, and, and they're like, dude, yeah, fentanyl rocks. <laughs> like, this shit rules, dude. Like, the heroin sucks compared to that. I'm like, oh, wow. oh man. But um, I uh, yeah, it's really sad. It's, it, it's really, really ravaging communities. Oh, dude, it's it's horrible. Like, um, I was I drove through like a couple midwestern states over the weekend, and like. It was the worst fucking shit ever. Like every town is just like hollowed out. Um, or like uh, around four or five, you start to see people commuting to the one good city to live in from like the one place with the factory. Yeah. It's fucking horse shit. Well, yeah. And what's crazy is I don't know why people with no money keep moving to L.A. to just like keep doing drugs is it are the drugs just cheap there is that the fucking thing because like, uh, when i lived in seattle know, people would show up like every day you'd meet people who's all the time whose first day it was and they were it just seemed like they were just there to be poor and do drugs and i'm like why'd you move you can do that where you're from yeah I, I don't know i mean at least in california it's like well if i'm gonna be doing fucking heroin or fentanyl i'm gonna i might as well do it by the beach you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah, i'm just gonna be homeless but like I mean, I don't know. Like, I think LA fucking sucks. I don't know why people have this fucking. It's like, have you ever watched RuPaul's Drag Race? I have. I dated a drag queen. That rules, dude. Okay, first of all, I'm I'm gonna say this. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. My girlfriend has gotten me into it, and I don't care. I don't care what the the alt right wants to say about me. I fucking love that show. Dude. It was uh, <laughs> it was really sad when Spice got eliminated. I know how you feel. <laughs> so wait, you fucking David Drag Queen? I, I did, yeah. They're actually they're gonna be on a fucking I know I'm not supposed to say this, but they're gonna be on Dragula this season. They're quite good. Ooh, they're, I don't I don't know what that is, but it's uh, the to... it's the horror themed uh fucking like cash in of fucking you date RuPaul. Art hose as fuck, dude. You date art hose as fuck, dude. It's you know it's it's it's, so funny. it's fucking crazy, dude. I uh I don't know, I get real like I have, uh, I think enough sitcomy dating premises that I've lived out completely that I could have my own like Marin style IFC show. Oh, there you go, dude. Yeah, you're like a you're 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 a, a serial dater. It sounds like. Oh yeah, dude. Love love me some monogamy. Love it in three you month love, doses. You love dating. You love dating. Cause I'm so I got so good at it, dude. Got so good at it. <laughs> got good at dating. You fucking gay. <laughs> wait, wait, where was I going with before? Oh, yeah. Anyways, anyway, you're a faggot. You. Anyways, <laughs> about you and your gay girlfriend. Uh, no, LA, LA is all RuPaul's Drag Race. That's all it is. Like, if you watch that show, right, the sets and everything. If you really look at the clothes and the designs, it's all super cheap. That's what LA is, dude. It's fucking. I was having a thought about this the other day. It like is the like do you remember being a kid and like you would see like I don't know, you would see something an adult had, like a like a fucking watch or something, and you're like, Man, this is like really nice. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like this is quality. Fuck yeah. Like everything is just I feel like everything is just shitty now that I'm an adult. When I really look at stuff, I'm like, this car is a piece of shit. Everything's a piece of shit and <laughs> like that's LA. All the clothes it's like everything is just shit. It's just a bunch of shit, dude. It's I uh dude, 
is what I'm saying making sense? Like everything is like a set design. It's yeah. nothing is real. I went to uh, I went to a store in Laguna Beach last February, and uh, there was a woman who owned the storefront. And this is probably a fucking thirty, forty thousand dollar a month fucking storefront. Um, and everything she had was like rags. They were literally rags. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, like, who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and someone in LA will be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna wear this shawl. This uh, it was seven hundred fifty-eight dollars." And and it you you wonder what is that downstream of? Like, where the fuck is this? Just like people, like rich people, handing money back and forth to each other. Is it just like well, hood I, economics? Yeah, I don't know, dude. But I don't know. But LA is just I don't know. I love. LA is like one of those things where it's like, I love the idea of it, you know, and especially and back to music, baby, uh, callback. Uh, when I was doing music, all I wanted to do was move to Echo Park and live like Mac DeMarco in a garage. That's all I wanted to do and just fucking make music. And then I would go to Echo Park and hang out with my friends that were in bands and just be like, this is shit. Yeah. And, and it'd be like, oh, you, you, you were on the Letterman? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, oh, you, and your guitar player, uh works at a pizza shop I'm like yeah i'm all oh this is all fake this is all fake a hundred fucking percent no that like it's uh, all fake dude it's it's so fucking weird because it's it's like uh go look up like any indie act that would have been hot when the word hipster was like a relevant word to use every single one of uh-huh. those guys is like working at a pizza shop or like works at nationwide insurance and it's yeah, it's shitty because like I still hang around those artist types and like you'll fuck someone will roll into town and they'll be like I fucking yeah dude me and Jeff Mangum we fucking did jankum with each other in Athens one night and it was and and you're just like and you're here with me <laughs> drinking beer exactly dude <laughs> like think about this dude I used to be a fan of this band and and uh, they're called Hey Rocco and they're kind of gay <laughs> <laughs> you know whatever I was a little fucking twink dude I like that shit. You know, fuck. And they had a song called Mom Jeans that was real. It's actually a pretty good band. All right. I'm not going to lie. Dude, I go into the Guitar Center, right? And like, they had followed me. You ever heard of like Twin Peaks and the Orwells and those bands or no? Uh, no, not specifically. Oh, the Orwells, sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm fucking, I, I'm friends with Mario. I know all those fucking Chicago guys. Okay. So, dude, I go into the Guitar Center. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is they're all in the same little scene. I go into Guitar Center a mile from my fucking house in, in uh, Huntington Beach. And the guy from the guitar player from Hey Rocco just works there. I'm all, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are cool. It's like, <laughs> Not so, you know, guys making an honest living, but it's like, dude, yeah, this artist shit, guess what, dude? It all ends up in the same place. Yeah, it's, it makes dude, you look. We can't all be Hemingway, dude. We can't all be Hemingway, okay? I know, uh, I know the Brooklyn podcasting elite think that they're fucking, you know, uh, uh, the new age fucking Paris or whatever. You're not. It all ends up bad. Honestly, I honestly f- fuck anything coming out of Brooklyn right now. I think everything, everyone in New York is too embarrassed to rip off Come Town. That's why I feel like it's sort of a duty to do it. Bring people Come Town classic the way they want it. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, I mean, I've been ripping off Nick Mullen for almost a year. You think I care? <laughs> Dude, honestly, I, I, I've been seeing Sam Hyde's uh, new like marketing strat, and I'm just gonna rip it one for one. 
Dude, I've been do- dude. I've been doing the same thing. I've been doing Sam- my podcast is just a Sam Hyde bit. It's it's good. I it's, mean, it's fucking good. I was uh, no, it's I I like knowing of your fucking existence because it's when you're when you built a set. I was like, fuck, is he built a set? We have a green screen. I should build a set. Fuck, like oh for deadheads for deadheads yeah. yeah um <laughs> yeah I uh I I had to do it dude just. You know, Delhead's me and my cousin's chemistry is just too. It's too good. It's too good yeah. to not. It's honestly not do it. How did you, how did you get Chris Pontius for the podcast? <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. He gets that all the time. Uh, no, my cousin is. Uh, yeah, he's he's fucking. And and since I've been, we've been doing a show again, and I'm sober, and we're both doing it sober. It's uh, it's a lot better than me. I don't know if you listen to any old ones. I would just scream. <laughs> no, I would scream for an hour. <laughs> I would just be hammered screaming for literally an hour. That's what the podcast was. Dude, was Duhead's your first podcast? Because I used to also have a drunk screaming podcast when I was like nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Duhead's was was the first, and uh, I think I said this. Did I say this on your show? I don't know. I found this clip of Nick Mullen saying, "If you guys want to use the show to make money for yourself, please do it." <laughs> and so I clipped that into an episode and said that I had a phone call with Nick Mullen and that he actually gave us the rights to use on <laughs> the name. And like, we got a ton of fans, <laughs> not a ton, not a ton, but like our downloads went to like, I mean, literally like, yeah, an months. order of magnitude fucking. <laughs> yeah. For, for like about two months. And then, so like every month we release one, like come town part seven again, you know, um, <laughs> Which is funny, but I was um, shit, man. Well, I I hope you fucking blow up so I can just cat be like the Couch Philosopher podcast official. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the couch, couch Philosopher real. The guy, the, yeah, I I do have this. I, I don't know why I did this. I do. I created this stupid fucking rule for myself. Where I'm like, I will never film an episode of the Couch Philosopher podcast. I think to kind of pay homage to Come Down and how they never did that. Yeah, they. Um, <laughs> Well, them, them being audio only is insane. Yeah, with the fucking uh, return that they had on it and the viewership yeah, is, is kind of crazy. Well, and, yeah, someone I was reading a comment and they're like, it was just lightning in a bottle, it'll never happen again. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. I, well, here's the thing I've, I've, I've thought about doing a more like, I don't know, getting, getting away from anything interview style at all and just being like, hey, dude, do you want to be like, what if Homer Simpson was gay for like an hour? Yeah. It's, I, which, is, which is great. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, there's, there's a couple things from that show that, I, that come to my mind every once in a while. Like uh, every time, like the two times SNL just like directly stole a bit from them within the week. The, rat, the, rat, the Ratatouille one is one of them, right? Yeah, that's, uh, J- John Krasinski is uh, getting ratatouille during sex. So the yeah. big reveal is he takes off a top hat and boom, there's a fucking rat. And yeah. great, great fucking bit, but like it just makes me realize that SNL would be better if it was just a podcast. Like all those premises work better if you just say them to a friend. SNL would be better if all the Wokies killed themselves. Yeah. No, if, cause that's the thing, man. Like go, go watch like Whitest Kids You Know or something that wasn't so good. So, so good. One of the best. Um, fucking probably the funniest, uh, sketch show ever. Um, yeah. And do you, do you write, do you write sketches at all? Uh, yeah. Um, we, 
Uh, we have a thing that Sam and I are working on right now that's sort of like Amazon Women on the Moon, if you've seen that. Uh, I guess the closest thing to compare it to would be like Interdimensional Cable from Rick and Morty. That's what they were ripping off. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. Dude, yeah, we'll have to. Maybe we could, uh, we'll collab on something. I have, I have an idea uh, that I'm trying to work out. I've written, I've written a couple screenplays and shit, so I've, I've oh, done the thing, you know. Oh, f- uh, fuck yeah, man. Uh, yeah, uh, talk to me about that. Um, yeah, I did a, a fucking short film script last year. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. Maybe I have. But uh, uh, do you know who Crispin Glover is? Sounds super familiar. He was, he was like the dad in Back to the Future and shit. And he's generally like a, a art weirdo actor. Like okay. he, he'd go on like Letterman, like high on LSD and shit, and like he almost like kicked David Letterman in the face. But <laughs> that's tight. Really cool guy. Um, and he just he has a castle you can just like rent. <laughs> okay. So uh, it was uh, I got hired to write this like fucking short film script. I wrote it. The uh, the oh, you told me this. You okay, me this. cool. Then I won't go into it again. But I'm saying is this fucking uh, writing scripts is fucking fun. What do you like to write, man? Like, cause, uh, okay. I wrote a, I wrote a script, uh, listen to this movie title feature, like just perfect. Um, it's absolutely pristine. Definitely not used before, <laughs> but I have a, I, I wrote a, I think 18 pages, maybe uh script about the time I worked at a movie theater with my buddy. And, uh, we worked with this guy who was slow uh, in the movie. He has down syndrome. He didn't have down syndrome in real life. But in the in the script, we kidnap our boss who bullies our our coworker, and we take him on a road trip across the country. And we murder him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark comedy. That sounds funny as fuck. Oh, yeah, it's about oh oh, and then yeah, so yeah, and then the logline is it's basically like we take him on a road trip, we murder him, and then we film it and turn it into a movie, and they feature it at the movie theater oh. that we work at. That's fucking fun, man. Okay, uh, yeah. Did you have you ever uh one? You should totally use Chad GPT to take that and just make it into a outline. Hundred percent would sure. recommend. I sure. I should. Uh, I do it. That's what I do all the time. Anytime I need something to go from like a note to a presentation, I'm just like, do this. But have you? Dude, you know, you know, it's funny. I have a real quick, real quick, real quick. Sorry, but uh, yeah, this fucking um, I know this girl whose dad is a preacher and she was like on the phone and she was like, yeah, chat GBT has changed my life. You should start using it for your sermons. <laughs> like he just doesn't write his sermons. He has AI do it. Like possibly the most fucking opposite thing of being connected to a higher power there is. Okay. Anyway, go on, go this on. Fu- this fucking demonic force. <laughs> yeah, literally. Quantum D wave <laughs> computers talking to demons. Yeah. Fucking picking Bible yep, verses. Yep. Yeah, there we go, dude. And we're right back where we started. Yeah, we, talking dude, about the real. Dude, honestly, uh, how how schizo posty do you like to get with fucking conspiracy pretty bad. theories? I, I pretty bad. I'm, do you I'm know, pretty bad. Yeah. Do you know Matt from Quantum of Conscience? I don't. Dude, so he's this guy who his whole thing is that all of reality is scripted and it changes, and so he just points out he's he's out there looking for evidence for that. And so it'll be like, uh-huh. look at all the magenta you see nowadays in media. <laughs> Isn't there a lot more magenta than there <laughs> used to be? <laughs> and this dude has 100,000 people 
in his corridor that are just like, oh, that's and, amazing. No, and they're, my favorite part is they're so paranoid about being, despite the owner of the channel not accepting anything but like PayPal donations, he's worried about being demonetized. So they have something they call hobo code. And so instead of vaccine, uh -huh. they'll say stuff like Action Jackson instead of uh, ever Just saying... super obvious shit. <laughs> yeah. Or instead of ever saying um, Bill Gates' name, they call him like uh, like Melvin... Uh, Melvin P. Yates or some shit like that. Like it's it's like so it's listening awesome. to it feels like reading Clockwork Orange for the first time. Cool, that's sick. Yeah, I, I've uh, I'm, I'm really into that shit, dude. I, I'm somewhere between Pole and X, honestly, on like my schizo. Oh, that's a good place to be. That's cozy. Yeah, <laughs> very very cozy friends. Yeah. When the when, when the ghosts are when when the ghosts are Jews. <laughs> We actually got one of dude our fucking Patreon Dahead's Patreon video already was taken down because we used the word Jew. Really? Um, yeah, dude. It, it said for hate speech. We didn't even say anything bad. It just was like it triggered their fucking algo. So I, I'm like already preparing for the deplatforming. Like already, dude. I always, we've had we've done one Patreon episode that I uploaded unlisted to YouTube so I could get it, put it on the Patreon for Dahead's. And it's like already, I'm like already going to start a website, dude. I'm like already ready for it. I honestly always assumed that Izzy was short for Itzhak Griffin. <laughs> I always just assumed you were Jewish. You're L.A. comedian Itzhak Griffin. Well, my, 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 yeah, yeah. My first name is Isaac. So that's a Hebrew name. <laughs> Isaac Griffin. Isaac. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. You got it, Dad. I'm just over here, Rod. You're on to do comedy, baby. Uh, um, there was. I, I, yeah, fucking hell, that's funny. Dude, I honestly do wonder what what's going to be like the thing that turns me into that guy who's bitching about what he can't talk about on his podcast. Like, what topic is going to come up? Is it going to be like transgender dogs or something that I take a stand? It'll on? be. Yeah, you know, I don't. I've I've been. I've, I've wondered that a lot. I don't know how far you've gone back on the Patreon, but like in episode two, I was like, I'm going to be famous, baby, or something. I said something real gay. But I, I, I think it's like maybe, I can't believe I remember all this shit, but I think it's like five or six. I, I questioned like selling out, like what would I sell out for? Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I think between, I guess the opposite of taking a stand is selling out, but like, like I think that at least the couch philosopher is so because it's sort of absurdist, right? Like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just saying how gay everything is, right? So like I don't think that I take any stands on because like half the time I'm just talking about how hypocritical I am. So I would just be like, this is all gay. <laughs> I guess if I, I guess if they said I couldn't use the word gay, I would be like, fuck this, dude. I'm done. I'll give you, dude. I'll give you the fag pass all day. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll mint you one. Where, have it laminated uh, and mailed. Uh, hell yeah, dude! Uh, fuck, fuck, I want to, I want to, I want to say this, but I don't want to say this on the pod. Um, I, dude, I, I don't know what to do about my like fucking uh, Hemingway burnout friends, like scorched earth friends. Don't know what to do with them. You gotta cut them off, dude. Yeah, I well, that's as someone as yeah. someone who had to do that, bro. Like my best friend, dude. I was his uh, kid's godfather and everything. Just had the ghost, dude. I'm gone. 
like that's a shitty way to do it but uh i've had many friends that just like yeah dude i don't know i had a friend like try to hop on a train drunk once like while it was moving yeah you know it's like yeah that's not gonna work dude (laughs) (laughs) this is over (laughs) i've i've done a lot of fucking housekeeping in that regard like that that sam hyde video where he's like sitting in the car and he's like kicking toxic people out of your life is a superpower that hit me like a fucking shockwave yeah, no, uh, the funny thing is with Sam Hyde is he's right about a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, yeah, like, I have cropped out so many people, dude. It's um, insane. And the, like, focus and clarity that it brings is crazy. Like, I mean literally outside of like the people who call my podcast <laughs> i literally talk to by choice like seven people yeah you know what i mean like and i'm not and that's not including like coworkers and like you know roommates that's like people i'm choosing like oh you're my girlfriend you're my brother you know you're my cousin like there's three right there yeah it's well and it's like Honestly, I mean, go back to your, like, fucking using days, and it's like, you just knew, like, 30 shit bags. And they... Dude! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, dude! I was friends with this guy who was like, oh, yeah, I killed someone when I was 17 and was in prison. I'm like, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> this guy's pretty dude, cool. We, would, we would fucking get drunk, do drugs, and then go sleep on... Dude, I remember one time we slept on this girl's floor she lived in like an apartment behind an airport there's literally planes like in her backyard and she had on an ankle monitor (laughs) and like shared a bed with her sister dude who was like yeah it was fucked up dude dude it sucks oh my god and and what's crazy is like drugs just kind of make you okay with doing that shit like you you probably had like an apartment you could have stayed at right Maybe not at the time. Yeah. <laughs> no. no <laughs> you you didn't. didn't. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, one time I fucking slept in a fucking, dude, I slept in a hotel that these people had like somehow gotten the power turned. It was an abandoned hotel that like these hobos had like gotten the power working in and were renting it out illegally. And I was sleeping there. Jesus Like Christ. stayed there. Dude, there was like cockroaches everywhere, dude. And I stayed there for like two nights. What was your rate? Like, what was what did you pay? Dude, I don't fucking know. <laughs> dude, this is how crazy I was. I was so out of my fucking mind. Dude, okay, I, this is when I, I dated this chick. She was a, she defected from North Korea, right? Oh my god, dude! Li- literally, dude, I dated this Korean chick, and and uh, she she defected from North Korea. Her she had defected when she was like a toddler, and her ma her aunt had gotten murdered while they were crossing a river into China. Literally, she told me the story. And this chick was out of her mind, right? Um, I don't know how she gets in the story. But, like, anyways, I'm dating her at the time, staying in this hotel. Oh, yeah, that's how. I'm dating her at the time. And me and her were hanging out. And then she would drop me off at this hotel at night. I would sleep at this shitty hotel that was, like, illegally being, like, rented out. And then at nighttime, across the street was this nice, fancy hotel. And I would go over there and party in this club they had there. And then just like when the club, the club closed, 
I would just sit in the lobby till they kicked me out and go sleep in the shitty cockroach hotel. Happened two nights in a row. My God, dude, it's okay. Everything is so fake. <laughs> like, no, th- no, that's a real story. I swear to God. No, no, no. That's a. I believe the story, but just like the uh, the fact that you can just walk into a fucking a nice nightclub where they want to give off like the air of like complete presentability, and it's like, yeah, uh, half the people in here are going back to across the street to the fucking dude. Illegal I sublet. literally. I, Dude, I kid you not, I was wearing a Marlboro Red Hat, a Vietnam fucking, like, green army jacket, and combat boots. I'm not exaggerating. And, like, 240 pounds just coked out of my mind. You sound exactly like Travis Bickle. You were in your fucking taxi driver phase, weren't you? Yeah. No, literally, dude. Yes, that's what I was. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking out of my fucking skull, dude. Uh, dude, I... I... There's something about being like that worked up and crazy that I kind of miss, but like I, I definitely don't want to go back to that place ever again. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And like, yeah, there is no going back, you know. And I don't know, but I think that that's that's what gives, pe- like, personally, I think that, like you saying, like that's not real, that's fake, like life is fake. That's why I just, I think that that's why things tend to work out for me because. I just approach them like, so what? <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, dude, dude. This like this is how crazy. This is how fucking out of my mind I was. And um, I wanted my. You listened to the Mac DeMarco episode where I explained that. No, I didn't. So okay. Long story short, my band was not chosen to open for Mac DeMarco when he came into town. So the town that my band was in when I was in my band when we were getting signed another band got picked so i was jealous and mad so i went to the sh- got to the show early stood in front got hammered and jumped on stage and sang the encore with them to show everything to like rub it in people's faces <laughs> that i should have performed that my band should open for his or before him that's and awesome. then i just hung out with him and hung out with him and partied all night long dude are you shitting me man that's that's the best way that could have possibly gone you're like the one guy no, that's ever worked great. out for yeah, no, it went great. It worked out perfectly, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I approached like, so what? What are you going to do? And he's like, I love this. This is awesome. And then it was awesome. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. it's, so anyways, train. <laughs> so anyways, train. Like, fucking, honestly, I I do love the, uh, like, I think if I put all my life accomplishments on a piece of paper, there would the theme would be falling upwards, like 100%. Amazing. Like just, just you, just failing your way to mediocrity is my favorite, my favorite mode right now. <laughs> Not even greatness, mediocrity. There's um, shit, dude. Do you uh, do you ever wonder about uh, like what what creative direction you want to take your podcast, or you just want to like be like, you know what, I I can just riff for like five years. Oh, I can riff for eternity, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can riff. I can riff forever. It's um, it's kind of. A I mean, the creative, the creative right. Yeah, the creative direction is honestly just like pointing out the absurdity of just everything is fucking crazy and fucking gay, dude. Literally, like that's what the theme of the podcast has become. The Patreon's more me, like getting a little more personal. Uh, but it's honestly just like. I think it is insane like that people have bumper stickers that say uh, like 
if you're, what was it? Oh, if you're going to choke me, at least pull my hair first. I saw that yesterday on a car. Oh, Jesus. Like, I think that is fucking insane behavior. <laughs> Dude. Like, 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 oh, just. I used to I used to date uh this happened more than once, man. Uh I used to date a girl who when she got sad would like put on like clown makeup. <laughs> Hans Zimmer's playing in the background. Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. This was yeah, this was in like uh 20, 2019. No, like twenty twenty, twenty twenty two. So like I think pre-Joker, maybe. Oh my god, but dude, that's great. It's it was so creepy. And then I was at I was at a party and I saw this uh, other chick and she had like clown makeup on, like just sexy clown makeup. I guess it's a thing. And I go up and talk to her, and she she knew my ex through like TikTok. Apparently, there's like a vast network of there's clown the, girls. There's a whole community. The clown community, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, it's like, fucking. It is, uh, like, like, dude, fuck, like, god damn it, <laughs> like, dude, like, for example, like, oh, yeah, there, I drove past a truck yesterday, and the license plate said Hufflepuff on it, I thought, <laughs> on a truck, yeah, on a, on a Dodge Ram, <laughs> and it's like, dude, we killed, like, 30 Yemenis to get the oil that's running that thing, and your license plate says Hufflepuff? What the fuck is going on? A butt plug that says this machine kills fascists on it. Yeah, dude. It's like, yeah, dude. Or like, like people come into the restaurant and, and they'll be like, I can't get a lemon in my water. And it's like, oh, do you know that I'm thinking about torturing your toddler? Like, what <laughs> the fuck up? What's, what's stopping, what's stopping me from throwing acid on your face right now? No, it's like, you know, obviously I'm exaggerating, but it's like, dude, shut up. Like, or like, uh, is this is this wheat gluten locally sourced? You're like, dude, <laughs> the fish here are from Japan, dude. Nothing is. What? Like, do you know that a uh, do you know that an African child mined the cobalt in your fucking phone you're looking at, and you can't look him in the eye, you moron? Shut up. Don't worry about the wheat gluten. You worry what's in your hand. Your daughter can't speak to a server, and she's seventeen. How much you worry about that? Oh, dude, you know I mean? is it, that's so fucking weird. Like, in my early 20s, it was even a problem back then. It's probably off, way worse now. But uh, just, like, ha- being, like, 21 and having to, like, order food at a restaurant for my girlfriend because she's, like, nervous. It's oh, like, dude, no, it's, like, there's, like, it's it's a thing. It's crazy. I mean, it's, like, and I get it. Dude, I get anxiety to an extent. I get, I get everything to an extent, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I'm a fucking anime weeb, dude. I have I have Naruto tattoos. I'm a fucking dork. But it's also like, you know, I don't have the fucking Hokage sticker on my fucking Toyota, though. You know what I mean? Like that's just okay. I get it. You know what I mean? I'll put it on my body, but not on my car. Jesus. <laughs> like, dude. And I honestly, I feel like you're allowed to put geeky shit on your body if you have another mode of getting laid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, my sick podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> my sick podcast. Dude. I don't know, <laughs> but it, it's just—it's just like, like for example, dude. Like I, I was a substitute teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And like going into, you know, seeing literally probably five hundred classrooms over the course of like you know six years, and just how many teachers would not leave any substitute teacher notes and just be like, log into Disney Plus, 
and oh, and shit. watch Moon Knight and watch Moon Knight and you have the whole classroom is just covered in Star Wars, Han Solo, Millennium Falcon, and and fucking uh, Grogu, and it's like, dude, these kids, like where I'm from, at least, it's like, dude, this kid's brother murdered someone who was in the news yesterday. You think he wants to watch fucking Moon Knight? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, what what are we doing here? What is happening? Like, dude, I would drive to work, dude. I would drive to work and see houses with dilapidated roofs and like it's raining <laughs> and there's kids with blankets cold and i walk into a classroom and it's like uh don't let uh Legias, um be on his cell phone <laughs> and it's like i really fucking doubt he cares that baby Groot is not going to be in <laughs> avengers 4 you know what i mean Shut, um, we're not shut. Like, what is happening, dude? <laughs> uh, there was, I was uh, dating a teacher, and uh, she oh was, God, dude, I, yeah, Hell yeah dude. I, I get around, uh, or used to, anyways. And fucking, uh, she was like, Yeah, no, our worst performing students are, uh, like, uh, poor white kids. They're actually, they're like lower performing than like, uh, people from Africa who's like, it's their first year here. And like English is their second yeah. or th- fourth language. And um, they got like a direct like dictate to like not talk about it. <laughs> dude, I, dude, do you know how many times I was instructed by uh, by fucking administrators to pass kids so that the rates of the school would look a certain way because of the tiering of the socioeconomic area? If a certain percentage, you know, graduated or whatever, they would get a certain amount of funding. Do you know how many emails I got that were like hint, hint, nudge, nudge? Uh, we know you might show up to your job a little tipsy sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh like, shit! Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's fucking terrible. It's crazy, dude. Education. I mean, like, like I would talk about this with my cousin in private, you know, but like the <laughs> in private, I'm putting on a podcast, but like, no, the stress that like teaching got gave me. Uh, was like so much of my alcoholism like because it's like dude you're seeing kids going through you know because i'm from a rough area they're going through hard shit and terrible things and it's like dude like so many dude i was you know i had a kid's literally a kid i taught's brother killed someone and like and that, that shit, shit shit like that happened often but it was like this kid doesn't he's checked out he doesn't want to be here you know what i mean like and you're failing him in english because he doesn't want to read fucking uh hamlet you know what are we doing (laughs) this is fucking it's just weird shit you know what i mean like it was fucking horrible did you did you also not do anything for four years of high school i didn't do shit no, I, I, I did. I don't even remember, dude. I was so high. <laughs> That's good. Okay. That's... No, I mean, I did. I did shit. Like, I mean, I, I did shit in college. I mean, but like, you know, it's just, I don't know, dude. The whole educational system is just crazy. It's just fucking crazy. I feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for the teachers. I feel bad for everyone except the administration, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the administration, I... I don't know. It seems like most of what they do is like put out fires and like keep things hush. Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They put out their own fires that they lit by fucking allowing the student body to fucking 
uh, vape in the bathrooms. And then, you know, a, a video went viral on TikTok, you know, and the kids wearing a hoodie fucking, you know, and they, you know, and the moms are calling the school, so they got to shut it down. Oh, my God. Honestly, I feel like you used to be able to get away with cool shit in that, that era of being a cool teenager is over. There's no more uh, smoking weed in the parking lot. You know? Well, like where I'm from, it was just, that's all it was. It was like, oh yeah, they're just smoking in the parking lot. Don't say anything. <laughs> oh, it was, I guess it was kind of like, you'd get, the worst you'd ever get was like, uh, like I knew people that would just get caught with shit all the time and then it, it, they would just be, it would just be handed back to them just because it wasn't worth uh, the fucking yeah. headache. Yeah, I, I remember in high school, there was a girl from my high school who got caught with like 300 ecstasy pills at school once. Ooh. That was a pretty big deal. Yeah. And that was when like, I was like 2010, 11, when like raves and shit were kind of big. Dubstep was coming out. Though, did she get like made an example of and shit? Oh, yeah. Fuck. That sucks, yeah, man. That's I, pretty cool. I, I do wonder like what. <laughs> Like, there's so many, like, drug kingpins that were just, like, that exist in the suburbs because of, like, the dark net and shit. And I'm like, I don't remember hearing about any high-level busts of that shit. Yeah, the internet changed the game. I've, uh, I'm scared of that, though, dude. I'm a boomer when it comes to that. I, like, I would never order drugs. I mean, neither would I. Only an insane person would order drugs on the internet, but... <laughs> it's... Oh, yeah, dude. It's I I don't know. Uh Izzy, have I have I uh, kept you too long? You got you got something you need to get to? Yeah, we can wrap it up, dude. We can wrap it up. Save for another fucking another go around, dude. I love coming on the piss mag I love coming on piss magazine. <laughs> dude, we love having you around. Um Yeah, she was fun, dude. We got we got uh tore down some walls here, baby. A little uh not so charactered up. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Honestly, just chilled out. Just riffing with the boys yeah, it was now. Good. All right. Yeah, it was good, dude. It was good. It can be uh sometimes it can be exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, I gotta go record two podcasts right now, dude. <laughs> Literally. Oh, oh, oh dude. Well fucking I gotta go I gotta go do t- tomorrow's episode and then uh the Patreon and then Actually maybe I'll just make this the Patreon, dude. Okay. Do you wanna do you wanna do plugs? <laughs> uh couch philosopher baby yeah go listen to the couch philosopher go listen to duh heads or watch it on on youtube um and uh yeah i don't know any any anyone around you who's too into disney look at them sideways <laughs> you know look at them sideways <laughs> i'm plugging i'm plugging anti-disney oh dude um so we always do outro music. Uh, do you mind if I do a song from like the slumps? Yeah, do uh, <laughs> do wasted days because <laughs> it'll hype everyone back up. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck it. All right, thanks. Or, do, or oh. do do whatever one you want. I don't know. It's your podcast, baby. I'm not telling it to you. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate it, Tony. You have a good one, dude. You too. Bye. Later. Well, that was Izzy Griffin. Very good. Love having him on. Always a fun time. His life is super fucking interesting. Um, Sorry I had to cut some stuff out. Super elite Patreon-only knowledge. Uh, You should go subscribe to fucking Izzy's Patreon. 
Duh Heads is super fucking funny. The Couch Philosopher is super fucking funny. Um, 